Hey everybody, this is Chad, uh, giving a, an intro with my proper dates. I know that some of you were confused, um, but you need to look inside your, your heart on that one and not get mad at Cy because he did say I was going to be at the Chuckle Slut and at some sort of fuzzy festival or some shit. So um, you, need to, you, need to, you need to think and say, would Chad do something like that? And you need to come to the conclusion, no, which is the correct one. And then I realized that Cy was uh, just uh, acting a fool. But here are some actual dates. Oklahoma City Bricktown Comedy Club, April 27th and 28th. That's coming up. That's, that's tomorrow and the next day. Denver, Colorado Comedy Works South, April 29th through May 1st. Spokane, Washington. I feel like these are really close to selling out all these shows. I actually think Denver only has tickets for a 5 o'clock Saturday show that we added. Spokane is very close, if not sold out, and I believe Tacoma is also sold out, but we added a 5 o'clock show on Saturday there as well, so you can check for that. Uh, and uh, we're still looking at uh, just a few summer dates. You know, Portland, uh, June 10th to 12th, we have to figure out the capacity there. And Irvine was moved to August 27th and 28th. Um, you know, I'm doing this intro after... We've already recorded the podcast, so I can tell you without a doubt, this is an abortion of a show. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, thanks for coming back, thanks for joining us. We have a guest today, it's our normal guest, it's the co-host, it's Cyrus Amundsen. Good morning, Chad Daniels, it's nice to see your smiling face on this early afternoon. I just... Well, th thank you so much. I just, I think, did I just say two different times of day? Who gives a shit? Start the show, here we go. Should we, should we start over? This isn't great. Should we start over? Absolutely not. I just love, I want people to listen to you fumble so they know. So they know it happens nonstop. We do, <laughs> we record, remember whenever, listen, I don't want to make this political right away, but remember oh, when everyone said like, uh, oh my God, you know, everyone on The Apprentice, I'm not going to name names, everyone on The Apprentice is a genius. And then the, the producer came out and he's like, we record seven days a week. <laughs> 24 hours a day to get one fucking hour of this shit. And that's what we do. We con we're constantly, a lot of people don't realize, they're like, did they change shirts? Yeah. We record all week yep. for 38 minutes of material. And that's, now we, we didn't record last week. We had Mike E. Winfield on. Holy shit, by the way. What responses. Everyone... Yeah was all over this guy and they should be he is so fantastically funny if you have a chance to see mike e winfield you I, you have to see him live he is absolutely fantastic and we we put that episode out because Sai had a tooth extracted now that's what Sai calls it he calls it a tooth extraction i calling it completing the look <laughs> He grew out a mullet. Now he shaved his head. He's missing a very important tooth that you can see when he smiles. And I just call it completing the look. And I think you've done a great job. I, I started using the term tooth extraction because the multiple dentists. I, first of all, I saw a team 
of oral workers. Too many, to get one tooth pulled, they were like, let's send you to 75 different people. But I've started saying extraction because they and their assistants kept using the word extraction. And I kept sure. saying, getting my tooth pulled. And I realized how much of a dumb <laughs> hick I sounded like. So I have really leaned into the dental terminology as a way to kind of hype up my own uh, mental abilities. Well, it does sound cool. Uh, I could just picture you walking in and going, which door we're going to use? <laughs> Dentist? <laughs> which one you're going to slam on me? Get the shovel. Get me. the shovel. This tooth is in the back. <laughs> Dude, it... They sent me to, so basically what happened was I was doing something really dangerous to oral health, uh, eating a soft shell taco. And Ooh, yeah, dangerous is right. Super, I mean, it's with that gooey meat and the sauces and the, you know, just melt in your mouth soft tortilla shell. I, that's, that's a nightmare for... <laughs> How, how did Cy hurt his tooth while well, he was eating some soup with a plastic spoon? <laughs> so, so, so I bit down and then it was just like sharp pain every time I clenched my jaw. So it's a back molar. You can't really see it. Um, sure. And so I went into my first dentist and he took kind of a look at it. And then he sent me to something called an endodontist which I'd never even heard of that. I'd heard of an orthodontist. I thought that was like some sort of joke, like in your endo. I didn't know that they were, it was a guy. An endodontist sounds like a dinosaur that has a hard shell. <laughs> so then uh, the endodontist took a look at it and he was like, so basically it's an inf it was an infection underneath a tooth that has a root canal and a crown. Oh my God, no way. Yeah, pretty big bummer. Pretty large scale bummer in terms of oh, uh, results from, from, you know, when the dentist comes in and they're like, here's what's wrong. You don't want them to be like, hey, you know that horrible experience where they, you know, drilled in, hollowed out and refilled a hole in your mouth? Ah, didn't take. So now we're going to go ahead and yank that out of your head. Remember that nerve you paid $1,200 to get killed? We missed part of it. Glad you're glad you're back. Twelve hundred dollars. I don't know if you're getting your teeth pulled in like an Alabama small town. Dude, it ain't it ain't twelve hundred dollars to get a root canal <laughs> up here in the north. Um, I have no idea. So I also don't have dental insurance because I'm trash. So I completing the look. So the. Here's the thing with what's going on inside my mouth area. And okay. my mom who listens to this podcast is going to be furious about this. Absolutely. But when we were younger, she took us to a dentist in our hometown of Worthington who was trash. He and, and she for <laughs> years. So my mom has had nine children and at multiple points all nine of us to her have said hey you remember when you took us to that trash dentist and it fucked our mouths up for two decades so i've got all these shitty cavities and by the way he had bad teeth you shouldn't get to be a dentist and have bad teeth but he and i think i've mentioned that on, completely agree. on the show before but so i have all these like terrible cavities that you know they're slowly just breaking 
And so that's why this original root canal came. So any, anyway, I go to the endodontist. And endodontist gets all up in my jowls, and he goes, ain't no saving this puppy. You need to yank it out of there. I'm like, great, let's get it out. And he goes, no, 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 no. You have to go to an oral surgeon. So there are so many professions in the dental yeah. world that I didn't even know were a thing. And yeah, there's there's plenty of levels. It's it's the American uh, medical institution at its best. It's like you need to go through a chain of people to make sure you get to see this one person. Yeah, I, I was pretty convinced they were going to be like, all right, now we're going to send you to our molar specialist who will send you to the <laughs> wrench molar specialist who's going to who's going to recommend you to the scream dentist. And he'll be the one who actually does extract the tooth. Yeah, but. <clears throat> By, by the way, these people at this point, they were fucking incredible. This doctor, he was so great. But I, because of the psoriatic arthritis, so here are the two interesting things that happened. As you know, I don't tilt back well. I, don't lean, I can't lean back in a chair and I can't tilt my head back. Which, if you were listing, like on the power rankings of things that happen when you're at the dentist, yeah, lean back and open your mouth right near the top of the list. <laughs> I have to tell you that, you know, I always talk about how I like to diet and find out these new ways to try to keep my weight in check. Sure. Um, I was eating a piece of pizza and it was too much for my mouth. So some of it was hanging out of my mouth <laughs> and I tilted my head back and fucking ate it like a pelican. And I'm not even kidding you. I was chewing with my, my eyes towards the sky. My head was back and I was like moving it in a, in a jerky fashion to get the rest of the food in my mouth like a fucking pelican. That's so disgusting. And I'm sorry that I had to tell you that, but I wish I couldn't tilt my head back. That would be another way for me to keep my weight in check. Were you on a couch or were you standing? I was standing next to the refrigerator because I didn't even bother warming that fucker up. I took it out of the box from the refrigerator. And I know you're thinking, like, you have leftover pizza? We ordered two for two people, so let's not get weirded out by that. I, I have to tell you, that is a far better place than I thought that story was going to go to. Because given your uh, medical body dysmorphia and the fact that we're talking about dentists, I thought this was going to be a story about how the dentist accused you of throwing up after you eat because he had a look inside at the back of your teeth. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, the dentist told me my teeth were fat. <laughs> hey, we, we can pull this tooth. It's, it's clinically obese on the BMI scale. Also, I, you know, I don't think people really believe that you believe you're clinically obese. Uh, yesterday, as a side note, we, we send each other kind of like, hey, this is what I'm thinking about talking about tomorrow. Just like little bullet points uh, so yeah. we can start uh, thinking about stuff. And I sent, there's a guy who, and I'm not going to get into the politics of this, but there's a dumb tub of shit who wrote... <laughs> Who wrote uh, an op-ed for a newspaper? And and by the way, I don't. It has nothing. I don't think anybody who writes an op-ed about something, you're already on my you're an idiot scale. I mean, I love op-eds. They're sure. really funny and fun to read. Like, why won't yeah. they clean the tennis courts by my house? Relax, Ethel. But. <laughs> This, uh, this champion wrote an op-ed that went massively viral about how much he loves Disney World 
I, I bet most people have seen this. If they haven't, just go on, pause the podcast right now and Google the words Disney World Woke. Yeah. This guy wrote an op-ed about how Disney World is being ruined because it's become too woke. And that, that made me laugh harder than anything that's happened in my life in two years. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. And they had a picture of him. And he is, he is clinically obese. And he is sitting in front of like some Disney figurines in his house. And it just like the picture title of the article combo. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. And I, I always think people are stupid. Like, and I can walk the walk here, Chad. I think anybody who sure. enjoys something and then gets upset about the politics of that something, either just get upset enough to not fucking be involved with it anymore or shut the fuck up. Yep. Like yep. I'm a whiny little bitch, you know, progressive right and i mm -hmm. listen to country music constantly you think it's been easy to me like every time a country musician grabs a microphone my heart starts cutting in half right but <laughs> i still fucking love travis tritt i still think dwight yoakam is the shit so either be an adult and separate that shit or don't don't pen an article now <laughs> now that i've gotten here the point of all this is this is a and I'm not even criticizing him for this, but this is a very obese man. And to bring it back around, I sent, and he, he has one of those, he, when the big chin inner tube under, like, I don't know what the word is. Would you say like a pelican? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he has a pelican's, yes. a pelican's under chin. But anyway, yesterday I sent you a text message that just said, Here's my list for tomorrow. And it was a screenshot of that article. <laughs> yes, it And was. instead of responding with something fun or funny about the article, you just said, is it that you think that guy looks like me? Hey, I don't know what goes on. You just went right to the self-hate. Hate, hate uh, hair color, cheek size. I don't know. <laughs> I look at stuff and it's, like, it's not. You know, I when I had to. I think I said this before, but I used to have to take like seven years ago when I thought someone looked like me, I was told by a therapist, I would have to take a picture of that person and then a picture of myself in the same position and look at them side by side. Do you know how fucking creepy that is? Yes. I love it. I wasn't, I wasn't about to go to a thrift store and buy some Disney World memorabilia <laughs> to put on a shelf behind me and sit in a fucking Hawaiian shirt with my hair parted weirdly just so I could find out if I actually look like that guy. I just thought, well, maybe. I don't know. Now, here's the thing. You guys do have a couple similar features in the nose God area. damn you. I knew it. <laughs> You fucking twit. Guess what? I hope there's a video of this episode that goes on our Instagram so people can see. And I'm stealing this joke from the lovely Hey Bales. But you shaved your head and a side-by-side -side of Derek Chauvin is super close. Not the best time for you to do that. I can't. <laughs> it's super close. He sent it. And I was like, why did he send me two pictures of Darren Sh Derek Chauvin? <laughs> And it, one was you after I looked at it harder. And if you think it took hay bales pointing that out for me to recognize that, you're in, here's what happened. I Because my shoulders, let's just make this whole episode about my body. My shoulders, <laughs> chatty daddy, they ain't working so great. And so it, it got really old taking care of my hair. Sure. And so I was like, let's just buzz this bitch off. Let's just buzz it off. 
Jenna helped yep. me. I was sitting in a chair, so I couldn't see a mirror as it happened. And as she buzzed it off and I stood up, I looked right in the mirror and I went, oh, no. <laughs> You're going to have to become a hat guy for several months. I'm a hat guy. I'm gonna, I, might, I, might, I might become a hat guy. All right, back to the tooth. Okay, tooth. So, Completing the look. So because I can't, like, dip my head back or lean back, this guy was yep. such a champ. I just sat in a stool, like hunched forward, like it was the 1800s. Well, this guy like <laughs> put his leg up on a ledge, dipped his shoulder, and fuck, he stuck a wrench in there and just like, like just leveraged and yanked and broke this bitch and hunked it out of my head. What? Oh, yeah. Are you fucking for real? They didn't knock you out or anything? No, so here's the thing. I didn't want to be knocked, I didn't want to be knocked out because I don't want my neck jostled around. Okay. And... He, here's what happened Novocaine style though. So, because what I learned during the tooth extraction is I am like not super sensitive to Novocaine. So I go in there, mm. everything's lovely. The, the, the dental assistant is great. They come in, he's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to juice you up. I don't think that's the term he used. So he juices me up with some Novocaine. He goes, I'll see you in 10 minutes. He comes back, he goes, and he starts tapping around. He goes, can you feel all that? And I go, I sure can. He goes, let's juice you up a little bit more. So he squeezes a little bit more of this into me. He comes back and he goes, we should be ready to go. He goes in and he starts tapping and I can still feel it. And he's like, yuck. He's, nope. he's like, okay. And he goes, maybe I'll do a little more. So he does a little more, comes back again. And he's like, well, you can still feel that. And I was like, a little bit. I was like, but just start going. And so he starts going, and I can feel him yanking it out. And he's mm -mm. like, all right, I'm going to put one more shot in. So he puts one more shot in, and it still, like, did not. So he, he pulls it out, and I feel him yank the tooth. I can feel the pain of him yanking the tooth out of my head. Oh, Chad, for the listeners who can't see Chad emotionally struggling with this moment, it's about... Well, it's just like I don't like feeling things happen in my body. Dude, it's... Well some it's so much worse than that so he yanks this bitch out right and it's infected so there's a little infection underneath underneath where the tooth was so he's got to go in and clean it out yeah. and i could feel it i could feel him with that little metal thing scraping uh -uh. my fucking jawbone but i knew i knew we had too much novocaine in my body already so i couldn't tell him to stop so i just let him horror movie style just like, just like scooping infection out of my head. Um, and then when I got home, my face was, it was so hilariously numb <laughs> for so long. They're like, it should wear off in two to three hours. I was worried that I was never going to have a, like a usable side of my face again. It was unbelievable. One time I got Novocaine and the guy was like, hey, don't eat anything hard. So I made spaghetti. Sure. And then I was chewing the spaghetti and I was thinking like, oh, I must have not cooked these noodles enough. And then my mom told me I was chewing on my lip. She goes, take your bottom lip out of your mouth. You're chewing on your lip. And it was all mangled and bloody like hamburger. I did the same thing when I was in high school. I got because we, we didn't have open lunch for we had open lunch. Why am I dis, why am I really distinctly telling you how our open lunch works? Who cares? But. At this point in time, we didn't have completely open lunch, or I didn't have a car or something like that, right? And so I had okay. dental work done, and one side of my mouth was numb. 
And I didn't have to go right back to school, so we went to Godfather's for the pizza buffet. And if you've never Surely. been to Godfather's, they got a big swinging dick of a taco pizza. It is yeah. the cat's tits. And so... so uh, The tits nips. The, it's the it's tits, the nips. tits nips. And so I did the same thing. He was like, soft foods, don't chew on anything for a while. And I was like, you betcha, doc. And then I walked out the door and I was like, let's get to this fucking Godfather's. And yeah, I just chewed a hole in my head. That was there. It was there for like a long time. Yeah, I would love to see you in high school with a Novocaine face just walking up and down the halls going, we say sup, dude. We say sup, dude. What's wrong with Cy? We say sup, dude. I have a question for you. If you have a medical procedure, you know, something Uh gets taken out of your body, tooth, organ, anything else, and the practitioner says, hey, would you care for this? Are you taking it with you? Yeah, I tried to take my hip when I got my new hip, but they wouldn't let me because it's like, uh, I, I can't remember what they said, biohazard or something like that. It was it was pretty trash. That picture, and maybe we can put it on our Instagram because now we have a middle of somewhere Instagram. That picture yeah. of your decayed hip looked like an alien's abortion. It was... <laughs> I've never <laughs> never heard that before. To me, it looks like someone took one of those giant everlasting gobstoppers and just licked the same spot for 10 years. <laughs> it is so gross. Side note, uh, because Hay Bales started a, uh, a Instagram account for us, uh, which yeah. I, I think it's middle of somewhere podcast. I don't know. You'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> I, we've been talking about getting pictures of stuff from episodes. And so I was like, I saw the three-legged dog on a walk. Oh, yes. And I saw him from one angle of our house, right? From one window. Yep. And I was like, okay, if I run over to this side of the house, I'll get them as they come by. And I can get, but because of my, my arthritis shit, I'm the stiffest person. So I can't like casually pose by a window and take a picture. So I just like, <laughs> I look like a, like a, a deformed gargoyle trying to take this fucking picture. And he for sure noticed. And this is a guy who I've already tried to like, hey, can I have your dog? And now here I am creepily, uncasually taking a picture of him. So I, I, I didn't get the pic, guys, but I'm working on it. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, we should start. I'll start doing that too, taking pictures. I never think about it. I'll, I'll take a picture of like Casey's pizza when it's wrong, and you'd be like, why are there fucking Swedish fish on your pizza? And it's like, oh, it's a Casey's pizza, but here's a picture of it. <laughs> the, uh, well, let me, um, let me. So here's the reason I asked you about the tooth is they are bringing something medical home is they did offer me my tooth, and I did accept. It was. Well, you have. You have to. Tooth Fairy's given five bucks away these days. I don't think she's going to pay for this. No. I don't. I mean, you want to talk about this. This is a pretty rough tooth. So, you know, there'd been an infection under there for a while. Oh, no. So when this tooth broke apart, it was not great. But yep. I was like, well, it would be super funny if I brought it home and gave it to Jenna. I mean, the only thing funnier than that is if I made a necklace out of it and gave it to Jenna for her birthday. But I don't have I the stamina it. for that sort of thing right now. So I was just like, fuck it. I'll just give her the tooth to be funny. And sure. she opened it, and uh, it, w- it wasn't a pleasant-smelling tooth. 
Of course not. And it's got an infect. It's a body part with an infection. Yeah, and so we haven't talked a lot since then. <laughs> when was that? It was earlier this week, and <laughs> she did move her work for the day out of her office into the living room. She was, as she called it, working remote because my dumbass husband showed me a rotten tooth. <laughs> oh man, I I'm going to tell you something. I lost $1,000 during the pandemic betting on you two not staying together. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing. We're going to, there's, there, it ain't no breaking us, baby. Uh, well, apparently not, because you have, you have tried. We are one of these classic love stories. We're going to go off the cliff together. I'd like to tell you about another classic love story, if I could. Sure. My mom and my sister came over for game night. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I know I shit on my sister's kids on here, but it really is for comedic effect. I mean, I love them to death. Mm -hmm. I will also tell you, when my sister is here by herself, she is a different human being. She is uh, just because she's not, and it, it's, it's not a dig on her even a little. It's that she has the freedom. She doesn't have to worry about three children. She can just be herself. And my sister is weird and i say that in the best possible way i i totally understand that my sister emily who you know well is that yep. same way she when she's not with her kids she was she has like cool musical taste she was in roller derby mm -hmm. for a bunch of years she's funny and interesting oh wow i didn't know and that. when she's like talking about her kids we we she has we call her emmy jean that's her middle name so there's two there's mm -hmm. emily and emmy jean and emmy jean is a wonderful person but she is far less fun to be around <laughs> yeah, so it's just, I think it's the responsibility of it all. Sure. And and my sister just got to unwind, unplug, and, and join game night fully invested. And my sister is, I mean, I've told this story on here before, you know, she is, sometimes she just jumps. She jumps without looking. We were out after her uh, um, college graduation. And she ordered a vegetable melody, and I've told this story on here before, but it was uh, instead of a medley, and it was great because my mom said carrots, I sung broccoli, and my grandma sung cauliflower, sure. and it's one of my favorite stories. And so my sister is over, and just all this fun shit is happening. We're playing this game called Dumbass, where there are three, oh, three decks of cards. Yep. It's what am I, who am I, where am I? And so we were playing what am I? And what happens is it's it, you get a bunch of clues. You get basic. It's kind of like 20 questions, but the person reading the card is giving you these clues. So it was like, um, uh, I am an instrument was one of the questions. And then the next one was, uh, I look like I'm part of the brass family, but I'm actually a woodwind. I come in alto, bass, baritone, and soprano. Drum set. Is and it a drum sister, set? Drum set. It's not. It's a saxophone. But you act just like my sister because why the fuck would a drum set look like it's part of the brass family and it's part of the woodwind? You're exactly like her. You didn't listen to. Well, the I was, first do, two I was doing a bit. I was. I was intentionally oh, I guessing. Oh, I thought. Oh, I thought you were honestly guessing because my sister, same diff. She goes, oh, oh, oh. I know. Baritone, baritone, baritone. I'm a harp. <laughs> and we were like, when have you seen a fucking a harp that's just not a harp. Why is a harp 
in this situation it's not part of the woodwind family you dumb fuck <laughs> and it's awesome because olivia's there and we're all swearing and olivia's just like oh is this what happens like this is what it's like without little kids around and again not dissing the kids just saying it was fun to have that freedom and i love point, that she sang um, an incorrect answer i think i think she was you know how some people go uh like and then like we went like and it's because they're trying to think as they go. I, I believe my sister did not have the word harp in her brain, so she sang her way to it. Uh, That's what I, I thought it was going to be like, hey, what's the biggest state in the United States? 50 nifty United States, Delaware. <laughs> yeah, I mean, close enough. And at one point, there was one where it's like, I'm five. Uh, what am I? I am a tool. I'm 5,000 years old. I can be electric uh, or manual. Sometimes people make me out of paper. Dildo. And she goes, a hammer. I mean, it's just, she's unreal with her guesses. But I was laughing. I'm telling you, my cheeks were so sore from just laughing at my sister's answers. It was a blast. Then... My sister brought up my dad, brought up that uh, we were making fun of the letter that I read when it was just when Moose in the Morning. Hey, everybody, it's Moose in the Morning. When Moose in the Morning was interviewing me, uh, I read that letter that my mom had written my dad in yes. high school. Yep. And it was like, it was like, uh, I am me. We are us. Like shit like that. Yeah. And so that's all we were doing the whole night. <laughs> we, we were like, there's no I in team, but there is a me. We are we, and love is us. Just like crazy. <laughs> Just shit. bagging on your mom. mom. Was, yo, absolutely. And my mom's a great sport, so she was taking it. And then finally, my daughter, Olivia, goes, hey, Grandma, why did you marry him in the first place? Oh, boy. And then my sister, my sister looked right at me, and then I just raised my hand. <laughs> and then my mom said, actually, you would think that. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me back up. Olivia goes, well, what do you mean? And I go, well, I was, I, she got pregnant out of wedlock. And back then, it's just what you did. And my mom said, actually, your grandfather, looking at me, she goes, your grandfather, my dad, said, you don't have to marry him if you don't want. I will help you financially raise this child, which he ended up doing later on anyways. But that was an offer that he made. Wow. And so, so then... Um, my mom just kind of looks down and then looks up and goes, looks at me and goes, your father actually offered me money. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. And, and, and Olivia goes, what do you mean? And I, and my, my mom kind of looked at me like, what do I do? And I just go, oh, she means an abortion. He offered her money to get an abortion. And then my Sister and my daughter obviously had never heard this either and both started laughing. <laughs> and my daughter goes, my daughter goes, you were almost never born. And I go, do you know how fucking being born works? If I'm not born, you're not born. <laughs> and, then, and then my sister goes, well, I would have been born. I go, how do you fucking figure? There's no way you would have. You think two teenagers that had an abortion all of a sudden are going to fall back in love five years later and fucking kick out another kid? I don't no know. Chance. I read that letter. I read that letter, baby. They might. 
even though he there is, no is not he, way. they can still be a we as long as they try to be <laughs> the we. I'm telling you, I mean, I looked at both of them and I was like, you guys are on a picture fading away in the enchantment under the sea dance on Back <laughs> to the Future. There's no way either of you would exist right now. And I reminded my sister, the only reason you're around, my, my parents were 18 when they had me. So when they were 20, I was two years old and I used to go upstairs and take my own naps. I would crawl in my crib and take a nap. <laughs> That's the only reason these fucking two individuals had another kid. You are so lucky that I did that shit. And I go, you think I would have been aborted? Also, my dad wanted to name me Elgin after Elgin Baylor, the basketball player. I found that out, and I, I knew that a little bit beforehand. And now I think it's because he was trying to get my mom to have an abortion so she wouldn't have a baby named Elgin. <laughs> I think it was all an elaborate plan this whole time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know necessarily where to start here, um, but <laughs> I'll tell everybody listening, I'm still pro-choice. <laughs> my daughter asked me that. She goes, does it change your view on abortion? I go, no, I'm still pro-choice because my mom made a fucking amazing choice. And so I think it should be left up to the people. I, I, I want your name to be Elgin Daniels so bad. I need it to be Elgin Daniels. Um, Elgin Daniels sounds like if that's, you know, that sounds like a name that came like straight from your dad's blood alcohol content level. That's a drunk's name. If I, you think he named him after a basketball player, he's like, well, if I name him Elgin Daniels, he's going to be drinking at eight. Like there's no way Absolutely. Elgin Daniels isn't the town drunk. I do think, I do think I'd be famous as a comedian if my name was Elgin Daniels, just because people would come to watch me walk out. Because they'd bring their friends and be like, ladies and gentlemen, Elgin Daniels. And I'd walk out and people be like, what the fuck? No way. He's a chubby white guy. This is crazy. I like that you think Losing if your, your name is Elgin Daniels, you would have gone into comedy and not playing spoons in some sort of possum band somewhere. <laughs> Hi, I'm Elgin. Ladies and gentlemen, the fake deads. Here they are. Clickety click, 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 click. I'm Elgin Daniels, and this next song is called Sweet Home Toledo. So they, I love, <laughs> I love Elgin Daniels. I, I might just get a shirt that says, bring back Elgin Daniels. That might be my new shirt pitch for the show. Um, that wasn't very clever, but I'll come up with something. Um, the other piece of this, and this is going to make people who listen to this show really excited and really bummed out at the same time. This stupid autoimmune disease has massively delayed our ability to do excessive content and launch a Patreon, which we are still intending on doing when the baby is healthy, right? But one thing you and I always talked about, we had this idea where we were going to do, just completely separate of this show, a multi-part docu-style podcast about your father and his existence. And every time yes, you right. throw out one of these little treats, I could do an entire episode on the what if he would have been aborted. Like this, that, uh, this adds such extra character to a man <laughs> who was already oozing an unfortunate amount of character. You know, I think back 
he played an aggressive amount of catch with me for someone who wanted to abort me. <laughs> I mean, I would have loved to have that info back then. Just like throwing the ball back and forth. Like, yeah, this would be pretty boring with a pitch back, wouldn't it, you butt fire? <laughs> yeah, or it's the opposite of that. You Now you look back on it and you're like, that's why he was throwing the baseball so hard. You're like, <laughs> you look back on all these moments he wanted to play with you. He's like, Chad, you ready to play fall down the stairs again? You just realize your childhood was not remotely of normal. We play a lot of different games at the house, but he calls them all late term. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, Chad, you ready to play some late term one-on-one? And he just, all of a sudden, he's like trying to guard you out onto the street and you see his buddy barreling down the street in like a Bronco. <laughs> Just a lot of elbows to the throat. <laughs> he just buys you a late, takes you to takes you takes you to the uh, to the beach to go swimming. Just straps on your late term water, uh, your life jacket is just filled with concrete. I'm not coming up with clever examples, but that's because of how much I love. This. Listen to me, I'm almost weeping. The idea. That oh, my know. sweet baby Elgin Daniels was almost aborted <laughs> by a man who later stole his identity. Oh, that's a treat wrapped inside a treat. Yeah, he had to have been happy with my mother just thinking like, oh, you gave me one more chance at life and one more apartment and one more phone bill I don't have to pay. <laughs> and I mean, thank you so much for making this decision. And had he not died somewhere, allegedly right allegedly right he would you know your that your mom's decision is the gift that keeps on giving because you had a son and your son might have a son and depending on how long sure. steve-o made it there were plenty of uh there are plenty of identities coming out of the old chad tree oh there's no doubt about it my fucking family tree is crooked that's absolutely right isaac actually my my sweet baby isaac who never, we never even thought of an abortion, even though he was conceived out of wedlock. He, he called me or texted me, and he said, uh, hey, I was just doing some research on myself for, I think it was a project or something, and he goes, um, and then it lists all your relatives, and Steve Daniels came up, just bought a house in Park Rapids. And so he sent me the info, and it was Steve E. Daniels, my dad's middle name is Edwin. And I was like, ooh, interesting. But he was 51. And Isaac goes, oh, it must not be him. And I go, yeah. This motherfucker yep. had 15 different names. Yeah. You think he won't Why? dial it back five years yeah. to get some pussy? Get out of here. <laughs> I have, have you looked into that at all? I haven't. I'm, uh, I've had a busy week. <laughs> I've had a lot of stuff. I got my second shot of Moderna. Uh-huh. And, uh, so I cleared my week. I wasn't going to do anything, and then I, I just had a fever for just a little bit, so it was not a problem. I've been so busy with this tooth extraction, but as soon as this thing levels out, uh, <laughs> Daddy's going to spend some time in Park Rapids. That's where, uh, that's where uh, the big woke Greg and Papa Bruce uh, murder bears up in, uh, up in Park Rapids. So I, you know, we've got... We've got roots up there. I can head on up there. I can do a little bit of investigating, maybe slaughter a bear and leave its bear children fatherless while we're up there. You know, the stuff my dad and brother love to do, and uh, we'll come on back. Sure. I'm just trying to piss both my parents off in this episode. I love bear meat. I don't, I don't care. I don't care if you don't like bear hunting, but I just I want, <laughs> I'm just taking shots. Well, I thought you were actually 
kind of nudging me towards an assassination. They could go up there. You know, they bait the bears. They could bait my dad with, I'm going to just give you a hint, it's good and plenties. Unless the good and plenties yeah. are filled with whiskey, I don't think that's the best choice, given everything you've told me. I'm telling you, it is the best choice. He loves good and plenties after a binge, and then he would fucking use the box as a whistle in the movie theater to make everybody mad, and I had to slink down, just fall out of my seat like I was being aborted. <laughs> just took you to the late-term movie theater. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, listen, your mother wouldn't kill you. I'm going to see if I can annoy these strangers, see if they'll... Yeah, just... A local Fergus Falls boy was beaten to death in a theater because of his father's outburst, despite <laughs> the whistling noises that led to the confrontation that led to the child's beating. The father did not intervene at all, saying that's just the way things were supposed to go. <laughs> they asked him, what are your takeaways from this event? And he said, my son's social security number. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I can top that. I got nothing else, man. The only thing going on in my life other than that, and this is this is going to be, we rode, a, we rode the roller coaster to the top, you know, and this is, I'm bringing the show down a bunch because this isn't clever or interesting, but I've been watching, <laughs> I've been watching. Nice preface, by the way. Thank you. Oh my God. You sound like me on the first tee box of a golf course. Hey, Chubby, wonder if you're going to slice it right again, you piece of shit. You're a fucking idiot. Why don't you sell your golf clubs, you dumb dick? Become a fisherman, you piece of shit. That's the thoughts going on in my head before I tee off. All right, keep Healthy. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I watch a lot of, uh, in the background, I've got a lot of CNBC on because I'm busy trying to day trade Jenna and I's life savings away. And doing a pretty good job of yep. it. So it's on in the background. And I'm, I'm sitting around pretending I understand it. Like, oh, yeah, the 10-year yield. Oh, classic. When that goes up, the equities, they go to a different place. And <laughs> I love – so anytime there's big news, I think all 24-hour news is garbage. doesn't matter. Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, I don't care. They're all garbage. Uh, uh, but whenever big news is on, I like to cycle through all of them just to see what everybody is going to be parroting for the next week as sure. their talking points. And the thing that I love is how focused the advertisement is for each network, right? Okay. And like, for example, there's like uh, on Fox News, and this isn't political, so fucking eat the inside of my chode if you try to message me about this. I'm just <laughs> pointing out the funny aspect of the demographics of the commercial. The, they keep playing this commercial that's for this thing called Relief Factor. And it's some, some they won't even say what's in it. It's just a pill that you take for three weeks and your pain goes away. And it's got all these grandmas sure. on there going like, I never thought my leg pain would go away. And then I took relief factor. It's so funny. And it's this dad and son. And they, they seem like the sort of guys that you wouldn't take something for free from. You're like, well, if I take that free thing, you know, they, they're going to get inside my house and steal my, like, they're just, they seem greasy, right? Clean, but greasy. And it's just, it's very geared towards really old people who are watching that network. Of course. So all networks do that, right? 
you can't turn on CMT yep. without 85 fucking Mountain Dew ads. I just want to watch the countdown. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, just, I don't care what truck Toby's selling me. So every, every channel does that. And, uh, on CNBC, they do that. But one of the commercials, they just throw it out there like it's a normal commercial. And it's the, it's like the Lexus car for Christmas commercial times a thousand, because what it is, it's, it's an app called Badget. B-A-J-I-T, Badget, which is both okay. clunky and, and not really representative of anything. It is an app sure. that is basically Uber for private jets. Oh. So, like, do you need a private jet? But, you know, it's so hard to book one. Get Badget. And it's the spokesman is the second to worst shark, Robert Herkovec, Herkjavec. Hersh, Hershkovec, <laughs> the fuck's that guy's name? Got me. Herky Jerkyvec. I don't know. He's the second to worst shark. Uh, he's just he's above Lori Grenier, the queen of QVC, who I'm convinced doesn't have any money, unless it's a fucking QVC product. Like I, we play we gamble on Shark Tank, and what we do is we wait for the pitch. This is a really fun gambling game. Other people would probably drink, but since I'm not a drinker or fun, we gamble. Mm-hmm. So you have <laughs> the pitcher come out. <laughs> And you let them give their whole pitch, right? And then when they're done yep. pitching, you pause the TV and everybody throws yep. their money on which shark is going to get a deal with that person. Or you can put it on no deal. And whoever's right takes all the money. And if nobody's right, it builds to the next pitcher, the next person who pitches. Oh, I love that. It's, it's yep. really, really fun. Um, I cleverly named it Shark Bet. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking, you know what? Uh, you took part of the name of the show and what you were doing and there's nothing clever about it. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> and, and so, uh, it's, uh, I, I don't even, I'm, I'm completely lost my, t- anyway. Oh, I know where I was at. I was ranking the sharks. Lori Grenier is the fucking bottom of the bottom. <laughs> here's the, here's what you need to know about Lori. Lori doesn't really have the capital that the other sharks have. And so unless she can make money on an infomercial, she will give some bullshit answer like, you know, I think you guys are really clever, but I just don't see me in this multi-billion dollar space that you want to be in. And for that reason, and also the reason that you do want a lot of money, I am out. So she, I'm out on Lori. Herky Jerkovec, I just don't trust his hair, man. I don't, he was on Dancing with the Stars. I don't like his vibe. Top of the list for me, Barbara. Barbara's the shit. <laughs> Barbara Corcoran, number one shark with a bullet. Because here's the thing, Chad, and, and I'm the people I gamble against, I'm letting my secrets go. She bets on people. If the people seem really genuine, she doesn't give a fuck what the oh, nice. she doesn't give a fuck what the product is. She throws money sure. down. And then below Barbara, it's a two way tie between Cuban and Mr. Wonderful. I'm a big Mr. Wonderful guy. We've gone a long ways the wrong direction. Okay. I think we're doing fine. Herky Jerkovic is the spokesman for Badgett. And he's like, you know, the best part of a vacation is the flight to get there. And, you know, he's sitting on a plane eating a private. And I can't, I mean, <laughs> is that even worth, I suppose it's worth a- advertising. But how many people are just Ubering fucking private jets for their vacation? Is there a big market for that? Do you know how much it costs? I, I haven't looked it up. You know what I should have done is research for the show. Yeah. No, no, no. I just think that there are guys that make an okay amount of money that are just like, I'm about to impress the shit 
out of everybody. Oh. And they absolutely they go, they they sign up for the Badget app and they get in there and then they get on the plane and realize, "Oh, it's just a f- another fucking flight that I'd spent $10,000 on." Okay, so I looked it up here. According to and I don't this is from uh, a website that might not be accurate, but it looks like between two and four thousand dollars per flying hour to char- charter a turboprop or smaller jet plane, which is four to six. No way. That's, that's four to six seats. So that's one you die in. You know, that's like a puddle jumper. That's sure. a like, hey, this is the thing that a lot of famous people have died in because they shouldn't have been riding in this. This it's like the size. I told you, my uncle. And so, uh, you know what? Let me tell you something. The only reason that that is a private jet is because it only fucking fits two people. Sure, 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 sure. So, it's for a for a mid-sized jet which accommodates nine passengers. Which now that's what we're talking about on the Badget app. It's looking like okay. between four and eight thousand dollars an hour. So if you're on a five-hour flight, it's you know anywhere from twenty to forty grand. So I don't know how many people are ripping ripping that out. Yeah, I, me either. I mean, I've seen some comics that have have hit the next level that I'll see them on a private jet, and I just think it's they probably just want to try it once in a while. Yeah, I mean, I, it would be uh, amazing. I don't, I don't know how that. I would love it. It doesn't seem sustainable to me. No, it's... Oh, I would love it too. It certainly doesn't seem sustainable. But I, yeah, I would... God, can you imagine putting me on a private jet? I would ruin that thing. You can't... I'm the sort of trash that you can't allow on a private jet. (laughs) Well, you'd also be late an hour and that would cost $8,000. I was very on time today. I gotta go. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.